When we look at marriage in the United States, the stats tell us that about 50% of all marriages will end in a divorce or separation. We're going to come back to that stat at the end, so stay tuned. But even after knowing the statistic, most people do want to get married. And as a guy who's in his later 20s, I've had a lot of time to talk with people who are single, engaged, who are dating, and who have been married, and here are some of the things that I've heard them say. Eh, marriage is not all it's cracked up to be. I thought I would be married by now. I don't want to get married yet because I still want to have fun with the boys. Marriage life is hard. Oh, you know, just hanging out with the old ball and chain. Marriage is hard, but it's worth it. Marriage is one of those things where you get out what you put in. Now, as a single guy who's never been married myself, you're probably wondering, what do I have to offer or what perspective can I give um, to something that I haven't even experienced? But as a guy who does want to get married one day, I've spent a lot of time researching and learning about the purpose of marriage, what marriage really is all about, because I one day want to have a healthy, fulfilling, and thriving marriage. According to the Pew Research Center, some of the top reasons why people get married are for love, to make a lifelong commitment, to have kids, to have financial stability, and for companionship. But may I submit to you that most of the people who want to get married one day and are currently married do not know what the purpose of marriage was or is to begin with. Why are the divorce rates so high, even in the Christian community, but yet so many of us want to be married one day? And I believe that if we really know the purpose behind marriage, what it was made for, the why, we can truly look forward to a marriage that is fulfilling for us and for our purpose. In Ephesians 5, God tells wives to submit to their husbands just like we as the church submit to Christ. And he tells husbands to love their wives just like Christ loved the church. So we can see that the relationship between a husband and wife is a earthly representation of our relationship with our God. Husbands are asked to love their wives like Christ loved the church. And how did Christ love us? He gave up everything to come and die for us. The wife is asked to live for her husband, just like we as the church dedicate our lives to live and serve God. As we see in both cases, it's a sacrificial kind of love. And that's where we get it wrong. So it ain't about you, boo-boo. Marriage wasn't made so now we can have our sexual needs fulfilled and now God's okay with it. Marriage wasn't made for you to fantasize about a Prince Romeo with a big diamond ring coming to sweep you off your feet. Marriage also wasn't made for you to have a lifelong buddy who you can eat, travel, cuddle, and watch Netflix with. Marriage was designed by a God to show us an earthly representation of his love for us, for us to experience that kind of love among each other, and for two people who are married to experience and fulfill his purpose for their life and for his glory. Now, in my previous videos, I mentioned that a relationship and or marriage is not the purpose of your life here on earth. Rather, full fulfillment is found when the creation abides in the creator. We have a bigger purpose on this earth than just to have sex, make babies, have a companion, travel, eat, cuddle, and watch Netflix. We have to realize that we each have a purpose much bigger than ourselves. Now, I realize that this sounds really unromantic, but let me bring it full circle. If we live our lives the way that Christ outlined for us, we live a life that is not self-centered, but rather very sacrificial. The husband will be focused on his purpose as well as willing to give up everything to die for the cause of his wife. The wife will be focused on her purpose, willing to give up everything to live for the cause of her husband. What would marriage look like if a husband was living his life willing to die for his wife, putting all her needs and desires before his own? And what if the wife were to do the same? You see, that's what makes marriage so hard, the sacrifice you make for the other person. But the sacrifice you make for the other person is also what makes marriage so rewarding. 
The sex, the companionship, the traveling, the eating, the kids, the financial benefits, whatever reason that you are motivated to get married will naturally flow as a product of a marriage that is focused in the right direction. If you go into marriage thinking about how you can satisfy yourself, talking about his and hers, your marriage will fail. I've always seen marriage as like a three-way triangle with God at the top, and as the husband and wife draw closer to God, they will naturally draw closer to each other. If two people are being led by the same spirit, how can they separate? One of my favorite people and one of my favorite couples is Francis Chan and his wife Lisa, and he said, there has never in the history of humans been a man and a woman who were married both walking in the spirit who have gotten a divorce. It has never happened. It can't happen. The issues happen when one or the other could care less about what the spirit is saying to do. It's when you focus on yourself that you're going to destroy it. So in the beginning of the video, I mentioned the statistic that about 50% of marriages end in divorce or separation. But here's another statistic to know. According to the National Marriage Project, a research and analysis division of the University of Virginia, studies show that couples who are classified as active conservative Protestants. Now, I realize that those are buzzwords that mean different things for different people. But basically, these were couples who were active in their church, who believed that the Bible was the word of God. They believed that they were saved from their sin by the grace offered through Jesus Christ, these couples were 35% less likely to divorce than their counterparts. In short, couples who live their lives for their purpose in God have considerably stronger marriages. Now, will every couple who doesn't follow the outline of Christ end up in divorce? Of course not. Now, will every couple who does follow the outline of Christ have a great bulletproof marriage? Of course not, but I do want to say that when you take the creation out of its intended purpose given by the creator, you will experience something that is not satisfying, that is unfulfilling in the long term. When two people have a common goal that is greater than themselves, the problems that naturally arise in a relationship don't threaten the relationship because both people know that there is a bigger picture. Their sights are on a bigger purpose. There is a sense of teamwork and unselfish togetherness created by the unity in the spirit that will propel the marriage forward. So to the single people who want to be married one day, here's some encouragement. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. Proverbs 19.14 says that houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Matthew 6.8 says, Your heavenly father knows what you need before you even ask it. So the path to a healthy marriage starts now. Marriage requires two people who are humble, willing to serve, willing to sacrifice, and love God first above all. But you don't just become that person when you say, I do. You become that person now while it's just you and God. And God knows what you need to accomplish your purpose in Him. So keep pursuing the kingdom of God. And if it's His will, He will guide you to a person that He knows will help you glorify Him even better. To the married people who are struggling, I say maybe it's time to change your perspective, change your focus. The Spirit of God is the one who does the changing in your heart and in the heart of your spouse. God is a God of healing and restoration, and as you live your life in submission to His will, you will begin that process. So whether it be on your wedding day or on one of the toughest days of your married life, if you're doing things God's way, you can know that what God has joined together, no man can separate.